Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Subscribe at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. As a subscriber, you'll get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. Sound good to you? Go to TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. That's TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by VCR Now. Are you looking for an opportunity to captivate and enhance the experience of those who visit your stadium, arena, house of worship, or business? VCR Now can help you achieve that goal with a total experience. VCR Now is a technology organization that can fulfill your LED, audio, video, lighting, networking, security, and infrastructure dreams. Visit VCRNow.com to learn more. Watch Texas Football Today live every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. And get involved in the conversation using the hashtag TFToday. Yes, yes, y'all. And it don't stop. Oh, God. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it's Texas Football Today, a show that's hearing things. My name is Greg Tupper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live, texasfootball.com, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, all the places are just in the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Let's not give them any free advertising. Either way, thank you for doing your part. Support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making us sound good. She's the Dutch to the dorks. She's Miss 305. She's Miss 956. She's... Lance and Trisha's daughter. It's Ashley Pickle. No, no, go directly to your camera right now. I got a little bit of scone stuck in my throat. Yeah, our, yeah, our uh, non-FBS. Non-FBS. Is what we're calling it. College uh, writer came in and his wife, Alicia, makes unbelievable sweets and foods, but she made scones today and mm-hmm. I, I got a little bit of it down the wrong pipe. It was great though. You may have heard some other voices here um, and that is because sitting to my right. Oh, you got to get in frame there, rookie. <laughs> We are pleased to be joined. <laughs> it's like the Chris Collinsworth slide. <laughs> we are, yeah, it really is. You are, you are the Chris Collinsworth of this show. We're pleased to be joined uh, by an academic advisor for Texas Tech University, uh, Lance Pickle. And we're going to open the show with oh, having no. you acknowledge yeah. that your intro is a Beastie Boys reference. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You got to talk more into the mic. Oh. What? It's hard to hear you. I thought I was loud enough. No. Um, See, I, it absolutely I, is. I, I yeah. think I heard Ashley one time tell me you were kind of denying that, that it maybe was coming no. from somewhere else. No. No. Oh, no. Why am I getting something, thrown under the bus? Something you should know. And I guess maybe, I look, every yeah. podcast is somebody's first, so I don't mind resetting for the audience. Everything I say is a ripoff. Nothing I do ever has Most, been original. 99% of it's Simpsons. 99% of it. 99% of my jokes are Simpsons just ripped from Simpsons episodes circa 1996? That's just like okay. What well, I did. This is off to a good start because I thought we were going to end up having like an hearing no. of the grievances. Yeah, I mean, you were going to you know I, attribute that to somebody. Else. I'm happy. I'm happy to you, open the floor you know for airing of the grievances. Song that that comes from. Do you know the album? Is it is that off Hello Nasty? No. Um, License Sale. It's before Hello Nasty. Um, Okay. Yeah, that. Would I need be to a go. Great Kahoot trivia question. So, oh, there you go. You know what? Maybe when we do Kahoot here in a bit, maybe that'll show up. Maybe <laughs> that'll be the Lance Pickle Memorial Question of the Week. Uh, today, speaking of intros, today is Friday, March thirty first, twenty twenty three. Um, Hank was very excited today that it was the last day of March. 
Oh yeah. He thinks he's like he likes the idea of like openings and closings. Well, and the um, other side of that is March is one of the few months that has like 31 days in it, so it makes it kind that of too. special. There's not um, many of 31s. 237 days until Thanksgiving. Uh, happy birthday to I don't know any of these people. Oh god. Is it TikTok stars? Yeah, it's TikTok people. Um nope. Oh, it's Christopher Walken's birthday. Happy 80th birthday to Christopher Walken. Star of Severance on HBO Max. Oh, yeah. I still need to get to you that. You need to watch Severance. I've been a little basketball heavy. Yeah. Well, it's about to end, so don't worry. True. Uh, it's episode 1,564. On today's show, folks, uh, we're going to hear from Allen Head Coach and President. Is he President or President-Elect? President. He is the current President. Th- that's what... That's right, because Kendall Miller is President-Elect. Yes, correct. Right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. I, yes. Someone with the word president in his title at the THSCA and the head coach. Greg Powers said he was the president, and I trust Greg Powers with my life. I do. So uh, he's the president. Point. Whether uh, Lee knows it or not, he's the president because Greg Powers said so. <laughs> Lee Wigginton. Uh, we'll uh, we will hear from him coming up here in just a moment. And then back half of the show, it's Helpful Honda Mailbag Friday with our very special in-studio guest, Lance Pickle. So if you've ever had any questions for Ashley Pickle's dad... <laughs> Please get them in on the comments, Facebook, YouTube, Tube, and Twitch. We'll prioritize okay. fishing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah fishing. Uh, oh, you know, this is Brent uh, High school show. football, college football, recruiting, lifestyle, romance, travel, fishing. fishing. <laughs> uh, I have a number of questions for him oh, no. uh, that we'll get into, but uh, get those questions and we'll get to those at the back half of the show. Speaking of which, do we have first four through the door? We sure do. It was Daniel Agnew, um, Ed McElroy, Jerry Perkins, and... Mm. Again, some some guy named Matt Step. He just keeps commenting LP with a lot of exclamation marks, which mm. is concerning in and of itself. That's, that's a quality person. Uh, yeah, jury's still out. Step? Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. I've only hosted a podcast with him for ish. Five years. I'm not sure of yet, but that's a great point. Hey, too. me and you both, we can agree on ish something. Ish is my favorite ish. Um, what about the ish from uh, one fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish? No, no. It's it's still it's he has still a dish. He, I only he know him as Schmail. He has a dish and he goes swish swish and he wishes for fish. <laughs> he can roller skate pretty good. Can he? Yeah. 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 Ooh, I didn't know that. Okay. Now you do. So we'll have to. We'll all get all sorts of things you're we'll, going to find out today. <laughs> Unhelpful Honda Mailbag Friday presented by the North Texas Honda Dealers. Uh, but first, uh, Greg Powers was out in Allen, America, talking with the head coach of the Allen Eagles and the president of the Texas High School Coaches Association, Coach Lee Wigginton, to get a State of the Eagles address. Here is Lee Wigginton here on Texas Football Today. Greg Powers, Dave Campbell's Texas football, and I'm here at Allen High School. You know, I'm fired up to be next to Coach Lee Wigington, man. It seems like uh, everywhere I go, you're keeping me dialed in with some of the top guys. Your evaluations are always spot on, man. I feel like anytime we've talked about a guy, you've always kind of nailed it. Mm. I guess, you know, heading into year two here, won't you just give us a little bit of the State of the Union heading into spring ball into the 2023 season? Um, what's your, your perceptions of the team and, and how everything's stacking up for next season? Well, thank you for starters for being here. You know, you're so awesome. I appreciate what you're doing, you know, for Allen, but what you do for Texas high school football, you've always been so awesome. And, uh, um, you know, really excited going in the spring, you know, we, we, uh, um, season ended, um, and we, we immediately went to work. Um, and, and the guys have just responded so well, you know, they, 
they, you know, this community, um, the athletes that have come through this community, the expectation is that, that you're the best, right? That, that it's, it's the best program um, around. And, and that's the expectation. And that's what these guys want to be, you know, that they so desperately want to be that. And everything they've done has been that, you know, from uh, you know, alumni have been coming in on a regular basis and talking to the team and former coaches coming in and talking to the team about what Allen football is about. And they've taken that to heart. And they, um, it's just been really, really fun to watch the way they've worked this spring. That's awesome, Coach. And I I feel like I'd be sitting here interviewing you for 15 minutes if we ran down the list of every single top player that you have in this program. I mean, there's not a position here that's devoid of a D1 prospect. So I went ahead and circled some guys who I got a chance to watch last fall, and I wanted to talk to you about. And on the defensive side of the ball, I'm going to destroy this name. I've really been practicing it. <laughs> Zena. A Muzolo, yeah, uh, on the good. defensive side yeah. of the ball, had a brother who's playing at Texas yes. and is an offensive lineman. So I'm sure that he picked up some of the nasty tricks to be able to defeat those guys as he matched up with his, with his brother. And now he's going to be a senior, so uh, a lot uh, riding on his shoulders as, as being a leader on that side of the ball. Yes, you know, and, and talking about a leader, you know, we have we finished a phase of our offseason that ended – um, early February, and, and from that phase, we elect our first captain of the year always, and he was elected the first team captain. Nice. You know, he's a, he, he's just a great um, a great personality, a great leader, a great teammate, um, phenomenal football player. Um, but it just it, it means so much to him. You know, he uh, um, he he has that that gift that is that, that is it's it's tough to it's tough to find, it's tough to develop, but he knows how to have fun. He knows how to flip that switch. He knows when it's right to address your team in a certain way. Um, he knows when it's, it's right to address your team in a different way. And, and those are skills that are tough for, for young kids to do. But he, he truly has a pulse on the heartbeat of the team at all times. And um, sometimes he knows, hey, you know, something I probably need to address on the side. Sometimes it's a situation I need to get out front of the team and I need to address right now. And he's just so, so great at that. Um, not to mention the way he works daily and, and his, his attitude he brings to the game of football. Love hearing about these top recruits being team captains and uh, stuff too. You can't complain about that, a, a guy who's a leader. I know on the offensive side of the ball, he was really hitting his stride when he went down with an injury was Kavian Sibley. Um, how's he progressing, you know, coming off of that injury, and how excited are you guys going to be to have him back in the fold? Yeah, just uh, well, again, a, a, an unbelievable young man. You know, he's uh, he's coming off of, of, of the surgery, and, um, you know, he's going through the therapy and, and working hard, and I'm hoping to get back on the field, you know, as soon as he possibly can. Um, and, and way more than that, you know, how excited we are for, for him to pl- contribute and be a part of our team this next year is just um, the joy of being around him on a daily basis. You know, he's just one of those guys, again, that's just pleasant. He's just uh, – he's always smiling. He uh, um, And on the football field in the fall, oh, my gosh. You know, I've, I've – uh, I've seen a lot of backs and, and whether coached or coached against a lot of really, really good backs. And, and I don't know that I've been around one um, quite like him. You know, he, he just has a, he has a gift, you know, he, 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 he's, he's slippery. He has such phenomenal balance and vision, um, great ball skills, um, catching out of the backfield. Uh, but then when he, when he gets in the open field, um, I mean, he'll make anybody look slow. Now I, I know it starts up front, right? And I think that, the offensive line group that you have here is one of the state's true sleeper groups because there's not enough people talking about it. You got, you know, Sam 
Solomon, Evan Cooksey, mm-hmm. and a guy that's coming up, Dejon Moore, mm-hmm. you know, in the 2026 class. I want to kind of talk about the seniors, though, for yeah. for this interview. Break down what makes Sam and Evan so special and how happy you are to be able to have them protecting, you know, the quarterback and open up lanes for the running back. Yeah. Well, they're just – they're long. They're uh, um, they're they're hungry. You know, they're going to – uh, obviously, as every every athlete in the state's doing right now, they're giving everything they have in the weight room. They're giving everything they have to skill development. But they they also have a little chip on their shoulder of of, of wanting to um, to be discussed among the greats at Allen. And if you're discussed among the the greats at Allen, you're discussed among the among the great in the state of Texas that have ever played the game. And so they they live their life daily like that. They just really 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 want to rise to the top. And um, and it's been fun to watch them. Fun to watch them compete. compete and then fun to watch them compete against the Zenas of the world yeah. as well. Yeah. You got a guy named Jet. His name's Caleb Smith, but you call him yeah. Jet. Yes. Why? How did he get the nickname Jet? Is it yeah. just about his speed? Yeah. And, you know, yeah. what about his game is really going to um, help you guys? I mean, I guess, I, I guess you have coordinators fighting over which side of the ball he's going to play on. Yeah. You know, he uh, – when I came in, that you know, I started this summer, and I, and I'm meeting with all the coaches that are here, and um, the coaches of the middle school that he went to um, were talking about him in elite status of the ones who've come through that middle school, which is saying a lot. And uh, he, uh, he he came into the season and um, was on our varsity as a freshman this year, which doesn't happen in Allen very often. And he got uh, injured early with kind of a fluke injury that um, had him hospitalized for about two months. But uh, um, he's uh, he, he's back. He just got back to full go and able to run track. He's he's running the you know, varsity sprint relay and been around the four by two. He'll probably end up doing the one and two um, as it gets closer to district time. But he's just he's just dynamic. And what I was able to see, he was he was dealing with this, an injury this summer, and then he was starting to get healthy right before the injury again but you could just see um it's just again you know i mean i hate to just say this word but it's just that it factor right there's just certain people that when the ball's in their hand it might not look like much is going on but they're just tough to tackle you know and that's what you can tell in my short amount of time around him is he just he just is tough to tackle he's slippery um and then he has a he has a gear that in the open field is special 6A ball, it's hard to play him on both sides of the ball, so I don't envy your position of having to try to decide, you know, how you're going to use him going forward. Like I said, we'd be here all day because we never even got to some of the wide receivers. Like, you know, Quentin Hammonds is a really special player, and you got a whole crop of defensive backs. So stay locked in at texasfootball.com slash recruiting because I'll have a report coming on all these guys where you can check it out and read about all the up-and-coming talent here at Allen High School. Coach, thanks for the time, and, of course, Good luck as you're on a quest to win that state championship in 2023. Awesome. Thank you so much again. Thanks for being here and thanks for what you do. Appreciate it. Born and bred in Texas hits a little different, as it should. Texas loves doing business with fellow Texans. VCR now takes its Texas roots as seriously as its many partnerships with schools and universities around the state. It's also why we're so proud to promote our brand in the pages of the Texas Bible, Dave Campbell's Texas Football, and on the airwaves of Texas Football Today. Driven by producing quality broadcast video, state-of-the-art audio, and LED video scoreboards at affordable prices, VCR now makes sure to listen to your needs 
in its athletic department before recommending the next best steps. Building great products is our business, and it's our focus on building meaningful long-term partnerships with our clients that sets us apart. From our 24-7, 365-day help desk, the training lab in our hometown of Red Oak, or our sports marketing business plan that puts money back in the hands of our athletic departments we support, VCR Now is built to last. Reach out to us today at info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855-GO-VCR-NOW. Again, that's info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855-GO-VCR-NOW. The 83rd KitchenAid Senior PGA Championship, the most historic and prestigious event in senior golf, kicks off an unprecedented run of major championships coming to PGA Frisco over the next 11 years. From May 24th to May 28th, join us as the best golfers over the age of 50 compete to have their name etched on the Alfred S. Bourne Trophy. Past senior PGA champions have included true legends of the game like Sarazen, Sneed, Palmer, Nicholas, Player, and Watson. A limited number of hospitality, pro-am, and ticket opportunities remain available for you to be a part of the first major championship at PGA Frisco. And keep in mind, corporate clients and ticket purchasers at this May's KitchenAid Senior PGA Championship will receive priority access to offerings at future major championships held at PGA Frisco, including the 2025 KPMG Women's PGA Championship and the 2027 PGA Championship. Visit srpga.com for more information. All right, Ashley. I would say pickle, but I would need to specify. It's time for Helpful Honda Mailbag Friday. The North Texas Honda dealers want to help you score on award-winning Hondas like the rugged and reliable 2023 Ridgeline. Stop by your Helpful Honda dealer today or visit ntxhondadealers.com to learn more. We, of course, have a special in-studio guest, Lance Pickle, um, our... uh, our resident academic advisor, um, and we the, need to recognize a shirt real fast and the too. The father, the father of and barbecue aficionado. This, is, this thing is like works backwards. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm figure this out. Yeah, this is my high school barbecue T-shirt that I got. Shout out and wore today in honor of Greb Powers, mm. Greb. who's a legendary he is. barbecue judge. He is. I actually got to witness in person his preparation for his judging. It, you talk about intense. I mean, you talk about a man who understands and appreciates craft. Yeah, he gets in that barbecue judging zone, and it's just like nothing's going to snap him out of it until his job is done. Yeah, no, he's, he finishes the drill. It yeah. really is. Um, uh, if you've got questions about high school, ball, college, football, recruiting, lifestyle, romance, travel, fishing, anything about Ashley Pickle you've ever wanted to know? Uh, this is your man. He's an Rhonda Ashley Hartley expert. is very excited about the fishing. He's an Ashley Pickle. Yeah. Uh, he, she, he's an he's an Ashley Pickle expert. So uh, get those questions in Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. We'll get to a number of them. Do you have a heart out? Um, twelve thirty-five, twelve forty-five. Okay, somewhere around there. Uh, I have a couple of questions of my own. Um, only? Yeah, only a few. Um, you are among the most interesting people in the world. And um, and your resume is fascinating. And I want to go point by point. Mm-hmm. So I have your LinkedIn pulled up. And so you were the general manager at Lake Country Lanes for nearly 10 years. Yeah. There up at mm-hmm. uh, a bowling alley mm-hmm. there in, in uh, beautiful Lano, Texas. Is it Lano? No. no Marble, no. Falls. Marble, Marble Falls. Marble Falls. Mm-hmm. It's in Marble Falls. Okay. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, I want your best bowling alley general manager story. 
Oh gosh, there's no way you can narrow it down to one. <laughs> I'll and tell you. Okay. That strikes me as a, a job that is routinely your beautiful wife. You come home and she says, "How was your day, honey?" And you go, "Do I have a story for you?" <laughs> okay, there, there's. I'm going to give you two. Love it. All right. So at a bowling center, you have a microphone up at the front desk because you have to make announcements to your bowlers and your leagues about various things. Ashley, when she was very small, we would give her the mic and she would give the instructions to the bowlers. Mm -hmm. You know, hey, time to stop practice, mm -hmm. you know, reset your pin setters. Uh, we'd have different events where Ashley would be on the mic. So that, those are always mm -hmm. very memorable moments. Mm -hmm. And then the other one involves my father-in-law. Um, he was a big bowler. Seven pin Jim Jones. You, you know what this story is? I, I don't know. Maybe. So, and then he, he, one time he came to me and said, you know what? He goes, I think one night I'll eat, I'd like to come and, and work the front desk. And I was like, okay, sure. So he's up there one night at the desk. He, he gets the mic and the announcement is supposed to be, okay, bowlers, it's time to hold up on your practice. Well, he started to make that announcement and got distracted halfway through it, and he said, okay, bowlers, it's time to hold your balls. <laughs> now, okay, he's talking about bowling balls, right? Looks, I didn't say anything I wasn't supposed to. But the look on his face, and then everybody turning to look at him, is burned in my memory. I'll never forget. <laughs> Very, very great moment in my spectacular. life. Spectacular. Yes. Spectacular. <laughs> and if you know my pappy, that's even better because he's very like, and frantic. So you know he said it with a smile on his face, and then oh, and then the realization out. hit. Shout out, pappy. <laughs> um, okay, after you, um, after after Lake Country Lanes, you uh, now uh, where are you from originally? Austin. I was born in Austin. You're born in Austin. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, so you already have Texas bona fides. If you ever needed to shore up your Texas bona fides, you then and worked. You then went and worked for more than ten years for Bluebell. I did. So here you are at Dave Campbell's Texas Football, a former Bluebell employee. Uh, uh, you know, employee. You are the most Texan person in America right now, basically. I wouldn't disagree. I, I think you're wearing a barbecue <laughs> shirt. Everything about this is screaming Lone Star State. Um, do you do you still like ice cream? Like, oh heaven, yes. Because like I don't know. There's people who's like you know, I don't. You get, it, you get it, into something. It ruined it for me. Too much of it. It's too much of a good thing. Oh oh yeah yeah. No, I actually you know probably an ice cream expert if we're being honest about it. Mm. You know. Okay. Do you can we get a top three? Can we get oh. a top three bluebell flavors? The my favorite bluebell flavor is one that they don't make anymore. It's called Good Heavens. It was homemade vanilla, Dutch chocolate, and cookie dough. Oh, and why they don't make that anymore oh. is still just That's, you know it pains me. Well, I'm gonna write a letter to UIL about that. They, they, yeah. they gotta yeah. bring that back. Tell them about. So I don't know if anyone has ever taken the. You can go to Brenham and you can go to the actual like founding mm -hmm. creamery and you can go take the tour. So we got to do that on like the normal people tour. Like we probably got a discounted normal rate. Tour. But he got to do the employee only tour. Yes, there's a, there's a VIP tour. Yeah, tell them yeah. about that one ice cream that you had. Mm -hmm. So when you're an employee, you get to go everywhere in the plant to see how yeah. they make everything, where everything's stored, uh, much more uh, in depth than what the public gets to see. But the last thing that we did on our employee tour was we grabbed a half gallon of Millennium Crunch mm -hmm. right off of the line. Mm -hmm. It hadn't been to the blast freezer yet, which is the freezer that sends that mm -hmm. ice cream to 80 below zero. And that's what prepares it for 
transportation throughout the warehouse and into the truck. So is this basically like the soft serve version of Millennium Crunch? It, it is the frozen perfectly oh. version. And we took it back to the parlor and opened it up and everybody started eating it. And it, that to this day was the best bowl of ice cream I ever had. Oh, because wow. when they put it in the blast freezer, the flavors kind of get melded together a little bit. Yeah, I can see that. This one, every flavor was distinct and separate. Well, and, and they make their own cookies that went in the yeah. Millennium Crunch, correct? The Millennium or, Crunch didn't have cookies. It's it, the, nuts. But they, okay, they do make their own cookies. So like for cookies and cream, yeah. they make mm-hmm. their own cookies? They did. Things they have did. changed a little bit. Mm. Um, Since you left. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. Probably going downhill. But yeah. yeah. I'm <laughs> responsible for that. Have to imagine. Yeah. But no, at, at one point in time when they were you know, up and running full steam. They were making, you know, their own cookies for the cookies and cream flavors okay. and other things. Uh, and after that, again, we're just going through your resume here. This is this is a linear timeline here. Bowling bowling alley manager, uh-huh. Bluebell man. man, admissions counselor for Texas Tech. Yes. Um, all right. Uh, you are an admission, admissions counselor for Texas Tech. Now you're an academic advisor. Uh, can you give our audience any sort of uh, any sort of advice on getting into college? Advice on getting into yeah, college? Yeah, sure. I mean, oh you're, 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 can you counsel people on admissions? This will take the yeah, whole show. Yeah, we don't have enough time I'm for this. this. <laughs> we have 30 but seconds. I'll tell all the youths out there. The youths, please ask, speak the youths. You know what? T- don't just dismiss what you're doing in high school, okay? Mm-hmm. Take that seriously, your academics, because those are that's going to be a way to open up the most opportunities for the schools that you could end up applying to. Mm-hmm. You'll have more of your choice of where you'd like to go. And that's probably the most important thing. Find the school that's the best fit for you, the one that has all the opportunities that you need uh, to be successful, and then go there. Don't go there because you like their school colors or you think their football team is great. Mm. Go there because it's a good fit for you and because they have the opportunities and the programs that are going to be the best for okay. you. Okay. All right. There you go. Dropping There's some knowledge. admissions counseling. From, from bowling from to bowl- from hold your balls to Millennium <laughs> Crunch to <laughs> dropping knowledge This has college. been a journey. I agree. This has been a journey. <laughs> this is why I am the way that I am. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah, like, um, uh, so, so really to go back to your story about uh, uh, Ashley, I almost called her pickle, um, on, the, on the microphone at the bowling alley, that was really like the infection point. Boy, that was a start. That was yeah. a, one of the starting points. Mm-hmm. Back yeah. to you, Jim. Yeah. That was the, the next other one. one was when she uh, went to a UIL event <laughs> when she was in elementary school. No, to junior go high. Participate in a, one certain event, and then at the last minute, they asked her to do impromptu speaking, and she ended up winning that UIL competition. Impromptu, for impromptu speaking. speaking. And she came back and announced to us when she got home that. She was going to be a professional talker. Okay, I well, won district. <laughs> and and look and at you know nobody you know, denied. Hey, you know what? Nobody listen, denied that that listen, was. I'm a regional champion in UIL headline writing. Yes. And what do I do for a living? You write headlines. I write headlines. <laughs> so sometimes the path is laid out for you, and all you have to do is walk down. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Which goes back to take what you do in high school very seriously. Exactly right. It's all. This it's is, all coming together. <laughs> okay. We've got a few minutes for a couple of questions from the people. Pickle, does anyone have any questions for any of us? Uh, yes, we'll start off with... Trisha Pickle is sitting over there, by the way. That so is true. So she can shout an answer. She's <laughs> the better Pickle. Yeah. The best Pickle. Yeah. The best. Um, Top-ranked Pickle. Well, Jake, I don't know. I'm a big Jake fan. Jake's pretty cool. Trisha, chicken... Oh, ch- man. Though, yeah. There's too many pickles that I like. <laughs> Lucky Bro's a good pickle. Oh, yeah. Who? That's Chicken's dad. 
His name is what? <laughs> he's lucky, bro. We call he's like lucky, bro. Pickle, crazy lucky in everything in well, life. Well, you don't add pickle to the end of these. Like you don't add pickle to the end of chicken. Just, I do. Just chicken. No, I do. Well, yeah, but you're doing it wrong. And that's the same thing with Lucky Bro. He's not Lucky Bro Pickle. He's just Lucky Bro. Lucky Bro. Yeah. Rhonda yeah, Hartley. Yeah, I'm not calling her Ashley, though. I mean, if you want to hear some stories no. about why he's called Lucky Bro, yeah, we won't do that's that. That's off air. <laughs> Those are off air <laughs> we'll stories. That's off air. All right, we'll get, yeah. So um, for premium subscribers, Rhonda we'll Hartley. stay afterwards, and we'll, we'll drop this behind the Patreon wall. Uh, Rhonda Hartley wants to know your personal, do you know the record for your personal best bass fish Ooh. that you have caught? You well, maybe you do bass, but you have uh, the striper was the one. Yeah, it would be depending on which bass we're talking about. But the biggest bass I've ever caught was a striped bass, 36 inches long, 21 pounds. It's hanging in our if, den. If you look, if you look at my Twitter, <laughs> your, your other brother. Yeah, if you yes. look at my Twitter, the profile <laughs> well, picture is is a picture of that fish, kind of. Yeah, yeah. It's got my head on it, but but Photoshop expert, right? Um. Just like Rhonda, probably she fishes for black bass. I think mostly. Yeah. I think the biggest black bass I ever caught was maybe about five. Not anything super huge. I caught uh, a big old carp one time. Foul hooked it right in the bottom. Uh, <laughs> you talking about a fun Hank, reel in? Uh, Hank is too. Could you imagine being reeled in with a hook in your bottom? Uh, I, I, you know what? I can't. <laughs> Hank has caught two fish. He's caught two fish. He's two for two on fishing with his Mickey Mouse pole. Yeah, I think. Okay, I think I saw him with your dad in mm-hmm. a catfish. It was a, ca- it was a, a little catfish. Oh, nice. And then there was a perch. A perch. Yeah. The, the catfish okay. was not cheap. Like it was. It's you know, a good. It's a good little it was catfish. A decent little. You we, know, yeah. No, we it, instantly said, "Look, Hank caught a dinner cat." Yeah, it's not bad. That's, it was. You know, I was, and that was the first one. And I swear that kid is spoiled rotten because he's like, "This is easy." <laughs> yeah, he's like, "I can go out here and just catch these big fish." Yeah. We need dinner. I've got five minutes. <laughs> you know, like, that guy. Yeah, he, he don't. He don't miss. Give, give a man a Mickey Mouse pole. Exactly and, right. And he can rule yeah. the world. Exactly right, yeah. Um, dad's got to put the worm on and stuff. All no, right. No, the second one, the, the perch he caught with a hot dog. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. We have Jerry Perkins is very interested that ta- the Taft Greyhounds are looking for a new AD. Um, they've got the number two quarterback in the state of Texas. Um, uh, that's kind of his thing. I guess what so is your thoughts on Taft, Taft and, yeah. Um, yeah, so um, so uh, J.R. Cassiano left to go uh, be uh, to Alice. Kyle Atwood left Alice to go to Holiday to replace Frank Johnson, who retired. They hired J- uh, they hired J.R. Cassiano uh, from Taft. Um, J.J. Acosta is the quarterback that he's talking about there at Taft. Um, I would. I don't, uh, to be clear, and I, I like to frame things this way, I don't have any inside information. I haven't spoken to anybody at Taft. My read on the way that things like this tend to happen when you're coming off of a great year, they were 10-3 last year, and you have some of the outstanding talent coming back like they do at Taft, I would look internal. I would look for a promotion from within would be my guess. Uh, and the longer this goes on, the more we get into April, the more I would think... I think I think there's a graph of the later in the year, the more likely it is for an internal hire. And I think we're starting to get to that Rubicon moment where 
after about April 10th, mm-hmm. if a, your job comes open, you're probably talking about internal. bringing someone in. I, head coach or AD, right. typically. So, um, I would I would look for an internal hire there at Taft because they probably want to keep things as, as, as samey-same as possible because things have been going well for the Greyhounds. So that's my take. Um, See how that works? Mm-hmm. We're just talking football on the show. Uh, so. <laughs> Um, I remember right at the very beginning, I think, when Ashley did this, I was like, I got to see what this is. And, and then it you was like, like a guy with great hair and my like, daughter. And they were like, this? In a poochie. And you, were, and you were like, this sucks. <laughs> We've been going for eight years. Uh, what's next? Um, what is the best sporting? I think we've talked about this, but what is the best sporting event that you've seen live? Oh, uh, 1990 Texas versus Houston in Austin. That was uh, the David Klingler game, yeah. the Butch Hadnot game. Butch Hadnot I think Adam, I think Adam Hockfelder, our president, mm-hmm. was in attendance. We talked about this like two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, and if anybody ever says the that there's store. been a louder crowd at Daryl K. Royal Texas Memorial Stadium than that 1990 game versus Houston, mm-hmm. they are just mistaken. Yeah. How? What did? Yeah. What was the final score? Uh, it's 45-24. Um, and some of those Houston points were garbage points at the end of the game. Let me, but Houston had been throttling Texas for a good bit of a, a lot of the 80s, actually. When the run and shoot was mm-hmm. going, Texas couldn't figure out how to defend it. Um, but in that year, David McWilliams, he, they figured out how to defend it, and they just turned Butch had not loose. On 23 them. carries, 134 yards, three touchdowns. And he trucked. Mm-hmm. Some guys, I mean, just ran over him, knees to the chin. Hey, Peter Car- Peter Gardier had a nice game, too. It was uh, 20, 20 of 28 for 322 yeah. yards, so he was pretty good, too. Uh, offense That's was cool, there but it was super loud. Yes, and the thing that had happened is in the lead-up to the game, they had made a big point, uh, Austin American statesman Kirk Bowles, was that one of the things teams had figured out was that if you're really, really loud, it can bother the offense mm-hmm. of the run and shoot because they couldn't hear their signals as mm-hmm. well. Um, and I, I hate giving credit here, but it was actually the Aggies, I think, that that first mm-hmm. kind of really started bothering the run and shoot in that way. So they had challenged the Texas crowd mm-hmm. all week coming into this game. Can you be loud and can you affect that run and shoot? Mm-hmm. And it was unbelievable. I mean, I've I've had season tickets to the for like it's, it's approaching thirty years mm-hmm. now, more than that. Uh, Trisha had been the last several years, um, but I mean, I think we missed two games in twenty five years. So I've seen a lot of games there. It's forty two ten going to the fourth quarter. So yeah, was, and I mean, that, it was, yeah, that That's that was throttle. that was the best sporting event I've I've ever hmm. been to in my life. Okay, yeah, um, well, no doubt. So. I mean, I already know the answer to this one, kind of. But I this know isn't a mailbag for you. Correct. What would be your uh, your like top bucket list item for sports? Oh yeah, that one's easy too. That, uh, Sunday uh, at Augusta. Oh okay. yeah. Yeah. I was like, you've partially. I thought it was maybe like the that. World Noodling Championships. That's number two. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Professional log running or whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> so we were we got to go to a practice round in 2018. And that was number one on my bucket list was to just actually just step walk foot. on the sacred mm-hmm. grass, mm-hmm. feel the sacred grass. How do we how do we feel about do, uh, for for entertainment purposes only? Um, what are, who are your picks to click for for next? Because next it's next week. Next right? week, yeah. Next week is um, the tournament. I have no idea. You don't know? Yeah, no. Because I'm really good at predicting the winner of. Oh majors. God. <laughs> 
I'm really what was, what mean, was your boy? Be there, I guess. Uh, because Hideki Matsuyama. Yeah, that's yeah. what it was. Man, I cashed that. I was just like, yeah. well, that's just a logo shot. Who, who would I like to win if I could pick one person? Mm-hmm. Tiger Woods. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I don't think he's going to. Yeah, do Jack it, Nicholas yeah. is 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 my co number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tiger Woods. That guy provided more thrill. the Masters odds in the sporting world for me than. Than just really just about anybody. The Masters. We odds. figured out that uh, we got. I saw your email earlier that there's a, on the Masters app you can do a virtual watch party. Yeah. We might have All to right. investigate so the top, that. The top five and the odds. John Rahm is the favorite. Okay. okay. Uh, Scotty Scheffler. He's a local boy. Yeah, he's uh, Highland year. Park. Highland Park. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rory McIlroy. Rory. Rory. He's, he's Irish, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, Cameron Smith. That is a. a That's the first <laughs> time I've ever heard that name. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Cameron Smith? Did they make up a, a golfer? Do you know who Cameron Smith is? I Natty Light. Natty Light. <laughs> That's an inside story. He's the fo- he's the fourth ranked golfer apparently to win the Masters according to the odds makers. Oh, all right. I uh, was watching a golf tournament one time with somebody I really like, and they saw Cameron Smith for the first time, and the comment was. I bet he drinks Natty Light. <laughs> I know what that. Right. I know who that. I feel like I know who I'm rooting for from. now. I feel like I know who I'm rooting for. And fifth is Jordan Spieth, another local boy. Um, okay. Yeah, I was going to say two Texans not... on that list. Is that's pretty cool. Yeah, two, so if you two, like Texans, yeah, exactly two of the top five, you can root for the Masters. Um, there's definitely names they made up on here. Um, Will Zalatoris is not a, a real person. Um, <laughs> Good golfer. Matthew Fitzpatrick is not a real person. Um, Sam Burns. They're just making people. <laughs> like they're they're just making. Uh, yeah, uh, Aaron Wise. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Tommy Fleetwood. There's no, no. way that someone is named Tommy Fleetwood. <laughs> I like Tommy Fleetwood. He's a real person? Yeah. I'm convinced this is a fake. Hey, he's fight. got a mullet that you would... Okay. Out. All right. Well, you know how to get me into golf. <laughs> the mullet. Which is uh, a mullet. Yeah. How uh, many mullets can you say that you've bowed down to in your life? <laughs> it's been a minute, but... You I, should get a mullet. Okay. Before, um, before that'd be a great Halloween get up for you. Let's get you a wig that's like a mullet. Why, why, why a wig? Get you, why we'll get you a dirty old natu- Lano hat. Oh, natural. Um, <laughs> take me, take me a minute, because yeah. anyway, uh, let's do two more. Okay, um, LP, you can probably chime in on this one. Do you honestly believe that the Pac-12 would extend an invite to SMU? Yeah. Um, I think the Pac-12 is kind of in scramble mode at the moment. I think they need um, to expand their footprint because right now, um, so there's two conferences that, there's two big conferences, okay? The SEC and the Big Ten. There's that. And then it's kind of everyone else at this point. I think actually, I've been very impressed with what Brent Yormark has done for the Big 12 Mm -hmm. of like being innovative and trying new things and trying to keep them uh, he he does feel like he's trying to make them the third biggest conference in the, in, in the nation i don't know if it's going to work but i think that they're he's he's at least trying i think the pac-12 has been very passive and so it would not surprise me if they tried to be active and they went after places like san diego state they went after places uh like uh you know uh, the like smu um, it would not surprise me. Um, so, yeah. Now, SMU is an interesting case because they are – it's a big it's a big media market, mm-hmm. obviously, in the Dallas area. But they're a small school. Yeah. It's a small school. So you can say, like, the, and the alumni base is not super big by – the, the alumni base is not huge. It's, it's, it's an – SMU is a really interesting 
expansion candidate, realignment candidate, simply because there's kind of these two things working uh, in opposite directions because they are a small school, but they're in a huge city. Mm-hmm. So it, you would almost think it might be more of planting a flag in a location rather than the program Sunny itself. Dykes, that's why Sunny Dykes started. In a lot of ways, Chad Morris started, uh, and then Sunny Dykes really kind of turned it up, and Rhett Lashley is continuing. We want to make SMU the, 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 the team of Dallas. Mm-hmm. We want it to be the team of Dallas. And so it wouldn't surprise me if, if they went for it, but there are. it is not a risk-free um kind of expansion can yeah. all right do we have an ender yeah what was how uh how how fun was the state championships this year for, for you football yeah because he was there for he well he there. he went to the year before last he went to the big school games this year he went to the small school games mm. so like what was the comparison there for you right if i had my choice i would go to the small school uh, games before the big school games. Not that I didn't enjoy them. The the sock Liberty Hill game mm-hmm. two years ago, I sat smack dab in the middle of the sock fans because That's- when your kids go to Lano uh, High School, Liberty Hill's not your favorite team. <laughs> um, and I don't want to say, you know, trying to be correct here, that I had a rooting interest, but I sat with the sock folks yeah. and. I had a blast. It was so much fun. But to answer the question, I, I'm a small town guy. Mm-hmm. I'm a small school guy. And to see these small communities show up in Jerry World mm-hmm. for these games is just fantastic. They look like deer in the headlights. Oh, it is so awesome. <laughs> it I, those are my peeps. Uh, I, I love it. I, I agree with you. I think that they are. I think that pound for pound... You know, obviously, look. There's gonna, the biggest crowd is going to be in a six a game or five a game, right? That's not mm-hmm. that's not the question. Yeah, mainly because you get neutral just, fans too. Neutral fans, and bigger just, schools, just bigger and neutral schools, fans. Right? It just makes sense. But pound for pound, I think the the most fun experience is when you go to these two a three a one a games. I think the six man games are a lot of fun because, like mm-hmm. you're talking about, towns with combined population of two thousand and somehow five thousand people show up. That doesn't make any sense, but like it happens. That I think you're right, and that South Oak Cliff Liberty Hill game, I think is. That will go down as a singular kind of sports event that, like, it was lighting in a bottle. It mm-hmm. really was just a and, – and, and so I'm, I'm glad you were you were able to uh, experience it. Now, you're in town um, because you are um, – because uh, you're going to the Final Four tonight. That's you're, actually not no. the reason that they came up. Oh, yeah. Why are you in it's town? It's an even cooler reason. What are you doing, reason. the Final Fours in town? Yeah. <laughs> it's a, yeah. It's a, uh, it's a basketball bouncy hoops tournament. Bouncy oh, hoops. that's right. Yeah. I've heard of that. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, no, the the reason that we're in town is because uh, Jake, who is Jake. Uh, fixing to be a senior at UNT, and let's big call. Yeah, call NIT, NIT champions, baby. Yeah. Let's go. Let's acknowledge that. Is that the single? biggest win in any UNT sports history? Yes. I, that's, we were yes. talking about that last Yeah, because I mean, yeah. from a from a national scope, I think that a lot of people would say, oh, well, when they beat Purdue in the first round of the tournament, the actual March Madness tournament, that was huge, but no, from a championship perspective, yes, yeah. the NIT is definitely so. the biggest one. But uh, Jake's got a thing going on tonight, uh, a live event uh, with UNT right. uh, late night, and so they're doing their show late night live from the Union, yeah, um, which is huge. They're moving it from the studio and doing a live remote thing, so and they're going to get to go to that. Excellent. 
and mm-hmm. uh, you're going to be emceeing the Final Four tonight. I will be. Yeah, they're coming to the D2 game, the D2 championship nice. tomorrow afternoon. Nice. That's Excellent. on brand, isn't it? Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't go to the D1 games. <laughs> you will be there with Corey Hogue. Yes. Uh, oh, that's, yeah. But, yeah, no, I'll be, be there As tonight. As if I wasn't giddy enough. Yeah, exactly. Okay, I, the one one other just quick, quick question. For oh, no, is I'm that, preparing to turn the mics um, off. No, How much is, do I like Adam Hochfelder? Well, that too, yeah. Limitless. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, the my question is you you mentioned that you are a uh, your you sent your kids to Lano High School, Lano's home, Kingsland's home. Because that's where I want to get at. Because you're in Kingsland. Mm-hmm. There is a high school football team, a championship winning <laughs> high school football team in Kingsland. Yes. The mighty Eagles. Of smoking for Jesus ministry. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Once they won, they got field goal posts put up on their little field that they have out there. So my question is, how do we get you out to a smoking for Jesus game? Just ask. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I got their questionnaire today. I'm going to email coach. Smoking for Jesus, Evan Elks. Mm-hmm. You just ask and I'll okay. be there. All right. Evan. And Blum. That's America's team. Evan, yes, Evan Elks. That is America. They send me a picture of the Evan sign every time that they go through there. Mm -hmm. They did last night. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, Okay. Uh, Lance, this has been informative, and I would say uh, groundbreaking. So thank you for coming on and having the courage to tell your story. Um, (laughs) I appreciate that. And uh, enjoy your time here in our Fairburg. Um, And. Yeah. Uh, and combing green. Combing green. <laughs> yes. I don't know. Yeah. You've sent a lot of mine to, to North Texas, so I imagine like combing green. You know? Right. Yeah. You have to. So. Well, you know, since you basically put the kibosh on Pickle Talk, this was going to be. Oh, remember Pickle Talk? Oh, yeah. Remember I do Pickle remember Talk? that. Remember all these segments we've done twice? That's the, that's the, that's the main reason I tune in all the time is I keep waiting, keep waiting for, for Pickle Talk. But, for but he gets Math talk. Tuesday, so he it, that oh, yeah. Math Tuesday is yeah. Thursday. Day, yeah. Um, you know, we're trying to come up with more, more you know, math tuesdays math tuesdays we have recruiting wednesday dumb thursday (laughs) i don't you know i don't you know we need a better just because we're not gonna (laughs) fix we're not gonna beat math tuesday it's got an exploding house uh can't do any better than that uh lance pickle thanks for your courage Uh, yeah hey thanks for having me coming on Uh, it was great to be here i enjoy it i'll be back whenever yeah do you hear that do you hear that with that, more embarrassing that, stories about that lie in his voice where he was like, it's great, it's great to be here. <laughs> That's gonna do it. Except for you people. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, let's get it real. That's going to do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And of course, see us at texasfootball.com. Thanks again to Lee Wigginton of Allen for being our guest. For Ashley Pickle and Lance Pickle and Trisha Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. <laughs> Not a pickle. Vince Young, please don't come get your tri- player of the year trophy. <laughs> We want to keep it here. But if you want it, I'm the only person that can deliver it to you. How about that? Vince Young, gonna... si- single most dominant oh, single here we season go. No, he'll go on about Vince in college football <laughs> in 2004. There's nobody in the history of college football that has a better season than he had in their championship season. Where's his Heisman, then? Where is his Heisman? You know. Oh no, we're not getting on that topic. Yeah, Vince Young, come that'll get do the it for us. You deserve. <laughs> That's right. You won this trophy. Come get it. We'll and let you. me give it to you. We'll see you Monday on Texas Football Today. <laughs>